holy shit. Like I could kill God right now after listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I've ever heard that, but is no, that the uh, same one? No, no, it's... I can't say I've ever heard someone be so confident from a hype song that they're gonna God. go yeah. kill God. This week on Yankee and the Brave. I mean, it's got to fit somehow. You can always make it fit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, currently I am sitting uh, in my new apartment. It's empty and cold. I don't want to turn on the heat yet. Um, it's snowing. I just went out to go get an Italian sub. S- snowing. Late April. Not fair. Yeah. Yeah. What I t- I just told Billy this story, but my dad texted me. It was like he was just telling me about the weather because obviously he lives about three minutes from you. So, um, yeah. But he was like, "Yeah, I remember one time uh, in high school baseball, we scored eleven runs on zero hits. It was all just walks and errors." And uh, shout out oh Jamie God. Slack. Looked at my dad and just went, "This is why they choose lacrosse." It was just yeah. snowing. <laughs> and miserable and we had no hits the other team had a like a no hitter going for like probably six innings and lost 11 nothing lost by run rule with a no hitter going <laughs> first yeah. time ever three three innings deep the 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 coaches are looking at each other like well like let's go get a beer like this will yeah. never happen again still let's got go the no no going tickets. baby <laughs> let's go get some lottery tickets because this is a one in a million thing yeah but um see that truly is there i i can remember a time speaking on uh still of like uh like baseball over lacrosse there was a time in georgetown where like everyone played baseball and lacrosse and it was like that must have been hell for oh i'll not do this that must have been hell for parents because it was like hey uh wednesday night you got lacrosse practice but right before you have a baseball practice and then, oh, it's a Thursday. You got a lacrosse game, but then on Friday morning, uh, you know, you have a day off, and yet you still have to go to baseball practice. And Saturdays were fucked. It was the high school ter- field is packed with all ages. American Legion is packed with all ages playing baseball. Like at one point, my dad, I think I was like fifth grade. He was like, "You need to make a decision now because I'm running out of money to pay for gas." Like. <laughs> Because it, like in little league, you would play like the kids in your town. I'm assuming the same for you, Billy. Yeah. Um, but lacrosse of like youth league, you were playing other towns. So it was I was the like, only option was travel. Exactly. Yeah, you were in a lot of like it was. There was always soccer going on. They were using the field for baseball. There was all all this other crap. So yeah, you had to go to like some bumfuck field in West Newbury to go play a lacrosse game and then have your parents drag you to, you know, back to Georgetown for some, another stupid little league game. And yeah, he was like, you need to pick now. And he goes, please pick lacrosse because it is the more expensive sport, but I bought you things that you're not going to grow out of for the next few years. Do you remember the the tournament that we played in probably in like fifth or sixth grade where it was like, we had to drive like, an hour and a half to like some military yeah. base. Where yeah, Fort was Devons. That? That's oh Fort Devons yes, Groton, Groton, Mass, and you pass it they, on the way out to Amherst. 
Yep. Uh, they still obviously do that for all ages. Like yeah. Georgetown High never went over there. You're not playing Groton High. But like my kids that I coach, they're like, they have like club tournaments there. Because it's like really in Massachusetts, it may be the biggest public space where you could have tournaments and yeah. parents have to set it up. The next yeah. biggest one is probably like you're going to Harvard and it's like you can't just like walk into Harvard and be like, hey, like let's play some sports here. <laughs> <laughs> be funny yeah, for, <laughs> for baseball at least in college we had the the Northboro complex which got to the point it's all it's just like six turf fields but for college baseball I mean they would just plow them and there would be maybe 16 foot walls of snow on the side all the parents mm. would set up like beach chairs on top of these snow banks which was probably That's awesome brutal <laughs> and then it got to the point where Harvard and Yale are playing on the field next to us. We're a D3 program. And then we have like BC playing. I don't even remember who it could have been like the Red UConn Sox fucking triple A team. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. little spinners are hitting foul balls <laughs> into our field. <laughs> that was really All right. Well, spinners. Wow. On now that we've gotten a bunch of lacrosse talk out of the way, I would like to introduce our very special guest. Um, this is a man who was, um, we are, it's like one of those things where like, we're best friends with one of your best friends. So it's like by like process, uh, what is it? The transitive property of addition. We are also best friends, but we have no obligation to like, we don't have to be down each other's throats. We just always know that like in a pinch, Billy Keen is there. Like if I need Billy sure. Keen, ring him up. He is there. Do I need a, a duo for Call of Duty? Ring Billy Keen up. A good time need is a, always waiting. Do I need a guy to hit out of the three hole in a pinch? Billy Keen is there. But anyways, this is a gentleman who his senior year of college batted 287 with a home run, eight RBIs, 22 runs, and nine stolen bases. It's pretty, pretty good. Also, a member of the infamous Welsh bobsled team. Yes. William Keen is- Jr., ladies and gentlemen. The most impressive part of all of that is, of course, the bobsled team. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, you were a big doubles guy your freshman year, and then that really went away by your senior year. What's up with that? I was all over the map in college. <laughs> the thing that really takes me off is that last number you read off with nine stolen bases. Because, like, that was my game. Like, I'm not going to put it over the fence, but, like, I'll get on and try to wreak havoc and just piss people off. But, yeah. Small ball I mean, kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, it's just some people don't like it. I thought it was fun. Also, I just played my capabilities. Yeah, I, in my you know, opinion, it's way more fun to be like the little like Brad Marchand kind of like rat than sure. be like, I mean, like, yeah, David Ortiz, those kind of guys, like, that's great. But it's like, you're either going to strike out or you're going to hit a bomb. That's no fun. I want to hit a single and then fuck with the pitcher on the base pass. Yeah, man, diving catches, stolen bases, and just getting the that's, dirty uniform. That's why you play the game. Yeah. You got to get the uniform dirty. You got to be scrappy. I, I will say, um, even though I didn't hit home runs, I was the um, – well, I kind of just gave this title to myself. I was the league leader in pimp doubles my senior year because uh, I was lucky enough to have put two off the top of the wall and have both of them bounce back in. <laughs> Uh, both times I actually did a full bat flip and a strut, but you know, here we are. And I just ended, you know, only got the second because of course I was taking my sweet ass time, but 
Pimp doubles. I think I'm the only person in the MassCAC to ever, you know, qualify for the league leader of pimp doubles. That's incredible. That's fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah, I um, mean, have some fun with it. Why not? I was also told that you had a, a habit that brought some concern your freshman year where you just crush beers before games. That was not my freshman year. That was <laughs> <laughs> not something I would typically bring up <laughs> for people. Uh, but I, I mean, senior year, I was doing all right. I think you, I think, I don't remember what my average was. You read it off earlier. It Two, wasn't the 278. Best. It was right there in the middle. I mean, yeah, you're, you're going to start I think, with that average. I mean, Everyone uses PEDs. It's just a matter of which one you choose to use. <laughs> and mine some was... people it's pine tar, some people it's HGH, some people some people it's a couple people, natty lights. A couple of bush lights. <laughs> and I mean, whatever your course, preference is. <laughs> yeah. And if there's a strikeout, you have Coach Tito waiting for you with a little mixie in the bag. And you just <laughs> there's no more punching walls or getting pissed off. It's just let it go, take a quick swig of Coach Tito, and then they're gonna get up the field. <laughs> No one, no one's drinking to cause harm. No one's drinking to get hurt out there. It's just to stay relaxed because we're playing baseball and we're having a great time. <laughs> That's funny. No, I, I completely sympathize with the, as he takes a swig of his drink, um, that just like, yeah, by the time he, it's not like no offense, obviously, but you're clearly not going to the show. Like it's, no. we're past that point. So it's like, let's have fun here. This is essentially yeah. beer league. No one was drunk. It's no. But, you know what? If guys can just throw a dinger in and uh, just kind of get a little bit of a head change, why can't someone take a shot? Just, or, yeah, have a little meeting with Coach Tito. Yeah, Coach Tito. It was a, a crinkled up Polar Springs water bottle with red Gatorade and a splash of, or a couple of splashes of Tito's vodka. But like I said, no one was drunk. It was just to kind of, you know, be loosey-goosey and, and oh. just shake off a strikeout every now and then. That was the best. Like, did you ever play beer league? I'm currently on a co-ed oh. softball team, and there's no way anybody shows up sober to that. Yeah. Well, so we played – I played um, – it's like the – do you know the Rowley Rams? The Rowley Rams. No, I do yeah, not. Yeah, they're like the oldest – it's like the oldest um, – like fast pitch baseball league in the country. And it's okay. like, they're literally a town over. So I think it was like my <laughs> junior year of high school or of college I played and we would just go and I would just sit on the bench. I just rode the bench. I just fucking pack dingers and ride the bench. And uh, after the game, we would just obliterate beers in the parking lot. And it was like, yeah. I was like, this is the best thing ever, dude. Like this That's is great. summer ball, man. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a bench warmer in baseball because if you were to pick to be a bench warmer on any sport, I think there's no doubt. Like you can't compare baseball to any other one. You're just yeah. there to spit seeds. You just hang in, dude. Shit, I just go warm up the right fielder and then go fucking sit back down. Yeah, just yell mm. noises. You don't yeah. even have to make words. If there's some noises. sort of there, if there's a tension that arises between the two teams, you got to be right on top of that. You got to be exactly. on your game, ready to rock and roll with some insults. You and then, uh, I mean, the punches are never going to get thrown. They're all, no. everyone's a pussy out there. It's fine. 
You just gotta yeah, you that's... gotta be ready to talk the talk and then not walk the walk at all. Yes. <laughs> I think there's a exactly. niche there's a niche too where if you are the like you 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 can be the best bench warmer in the world if you're being funny too and you're making like the other team laugh like the the third baseman or the first baseman over the dugouts are if you're like making them like giggle and you're like the pitcher kind of like is like giving you some looks and everything that is like you are mvp of of the bench yeah if you're making people giggle on the other side you're mate you you know your buddy hits a single he's on first and like you start riling him up and and whatnot i do think you're right that like being a bench warmer on a baseball team trumps any other doesn't matter what like level you're at a bench warmer in baseball is like impeccable yeah maybe maybe close next to like basketball like i feel like i see like the celtics players yeah carson carson edwards and like tremont waters and taco fall are like the best of friends because they probably have so much time together sitting next to each other on the bench yeah, I mean, the celebrations in basketball look like more fun than at, with the people that are on the court. Like, you could yeah. have a dog. Oh, yeah. They have to, they have to doing, dog back like it's all business. When you're all just, like, falling over each other, you're like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. that looks like so much fun. Football, you all have to stand, so there probably is no bench. Yeah. That sucks, Football's probably. brutal. Yeah. And lacrosse, plus, you're playing half sucks. the season in, like, bitter cold. That's not That fun. too, yeah. Yeah, but there's like the bond. I know Duncan never played, but there is a bonding over a line of guys, whether it's a practice or you're like on the sideline, just everyone hands in the pants, just yeah. trying to keep warm. Like that is like that. Those are some team building moments right there. Hockey is just like there's no real bench. You're just everyone plays all the. You're not like hanging out yeah. on the bench. You're you're, not, you're like leaning. The you're bench. leaning on the board. You're leaning on the boards, just like. Probably doing some some baseball type chirping at people that yeah. skate by. Maybe yelling at the other like, bench. Yeah, it's like line threes up, and you're like, "Fuck, I didn't think I was gonna get in this early." And then yeah, you're like, in the thick of it. Difference with baseball and hockey, though, is you start chirping, and then it's not giggles from the third base coach or the third baseman. It's like people get teeth knocked yeah. out. It's like, then... hey, let's fucking drop the gloves, there, fucker. Yeah. yeah. Baseball. Like, you oh, I didn't. The... This wasn't what I signed up for. Baseball, yeah. you could be in the bullpen as like a relief pitcher and oh, you're chirping. Oh, dude, being a yeah, bullpen no, guy was the, the fucking best. Like yeah, I only, it was few and far between for this guy, but I was primarily a reliever in high school. When I just like when we played in like Lasher and Lowell, and I just got to go sit in the like bullpen down there, and coaches like go get warm. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Like, can I just sit down here all game? And not have to listen to you and your fucking stupid ideas. I was, yeah, I was saying like, <laughs> like Joe Kelly, Joe Kelly for the Sox. He, he was a reliever, right? Correct. Yeah. Or did he start? I don't know. Now he's a reliever. Well, so, sometimes, yeah. Joe, Joe Kelly's not coming in until the very most times. And sometimes, like he's like he's already pitched the night before. He's not coming. He's not relieving the, the second night, or he's taking a rest. He can chirp all he wants. If you're on a hockey bench and you're chirping, you're like at the end of the line. You're like, oh, I'm not getting. Like you do a chirp, and it could be towards like the third period. You've done enough chirps, and then someone's head hunting for you because that you've been riling them up all game. I think like a reliever like Duncan is not pitching every game. He can chirp with no repercussions. Yeah, none right. at all. I mean, but also the thing about hockey is like those third, fourth line guys, that's 
they know their role. Their role is to be exactly. chirping and then go out and be the headhunter, not the headhuntee. Yeah. You yeah, gotta go I out guess. there and bang some bodies, baby. You gotta take some hits to make some plays. You gotta get pucks yeah. in deep, cycle the puck, pucks on net. Pucks That's on net. Sports talk. Um MLB the show. I'm very excited. I just wanted to say it that it is finally on Xbox. I've played probably I've had the last three days off. I've played probably a combined at least 10 hours of it at minimum. Really? Of the show? Yeah. yeah. I played the first day. I played two games of the warm up and I played two games of like a fantasy draft team. And then I played a little bit yesterday during the day. I played, I started my Diamond Dynasty. And then last night, me and Dickie just played head on head to head. Damn. I think it's very rare for people to actually play the show, to be honest. I'm so excited. I love it. I, love I it. am personally out of, I'm down for the count. I've been down for the count because the TSA broke my PS4 a couple months ago. <laughs> That's so but- brutal. Uh, rest in peace yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna have to look into a little more than buying the game for that but i'm definitely gonna try to get that to, so i can play with you and dickie all i'm saying is you should consider switching to the xbox game we would love to have you sure arms wide open yeah. yeah i mean it, but like me dickie and sometimes jackson are on consistently we gonna, every night yeah we were gonna extend you and we're going to extend you an invite into our league for MLB the show. Yes. Yeah. I was going to extend you making... an invite to be like, "Hey, join I our league." So we're going to extend. We were going to extend. You don't have PlayStation, or uh, you don't I, have, I have an Xbox to begin with. Well, I'm I'm a free agent as far as consoles go, so I'll have to make an investment soon. Yeah. Yeah. We would love to have you, and then. The best thing is when you just don't have to like cross platform, like playing Call of Duty in an Xbox party, not like over game chat is so much better. Yeah. Um, But also in video game news, Call of Duty blew up their map yesterday. Big time. Um, We've been waiting for it. It was pretty cool. I was on and I like the they did like an. So I didn't know how they did it, but so I guess at three o'clock Eastern yesterday, it went live and it was like every, it was like an hour or something where every game you got in, you got the experience of them like sending the nuke in and blowing up the map. And then it was like, just, it was basically just a zombie game. And then at the end they blow up the map. And then like an hour later, Verdance just disappeared. It's only Rebirth Island right now. And then I think, I think like right now, it's supposed to be happening right now. When I got on today, there was a countdown to three o'clock Eastern, which was what, 30 minutes ago, 34 minutes ago. And I think that they're bringing in the new map, new gulag, new points of interest. I think it's going to kind of be like Verdansk, but just different. I think they just kind of expanded it and updated it. But I, for one, am very excited. Like this has been probably... It's been a long time coming. However, they did fuck up both of them, and the servers crashed yesterday and today. I currently can't get on. I've been trying since, like, 3 o'clock. But, I mean, like, I can't think of another game, especially in the Battle Royale uh, vicinity, that's gone this long without any map update. 
like we've had the same exact map for over a year. Yeah, I well, the new season came out, right, Don? Yeah, the new season went so live I, last night, so I already bought the uh, battle pass. Yeah, I may have some some tokens rolling around or ten dollars to spend. Um, yeah, I I'll get on later today, but I'd ra- much rather honestly play the show. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like until they figure out their server issues, I'm like, I'll just play the show. I don't care. Yeah, I was like obviously not knowing anything about baseball i am like so ready and i guess duncan was saying that this league you can make it so that you can get like old people so at first i wanted to just draft the entire all-star roster from backyard baseball 2004 which has <laughs> randy johnson uh pool holes jeter uh i think roger clemens nomar so i'm in the uh I am in the uh, the GM position about to draft some pretty old heads that I can remember from when I continually watched the Red Sox. Maybe Gabe Gabe Kapler, if he's still on the oh. board, I'll take I'll take Gabe. <laughs> I'll take you. Current, current manager of the Philadelphia Phillies, Gabe Kapler. Yeah. He's, a ma- he's a manager. Yeah, he's pretty. Oh, wow. I think he's regarded as one of the better like player managers in the league. Right? Am I I'm talking about my mom? Yeah. My mom's. He's no like Tony Larusa. Tony Larusa, man, I saw him. He's what the manager of the White Sox now. Yeah, what a he bum. looks like. He could just. He looks like shit. Any he looks like, um, like as like right before Thanos turns to dust. Oh. That's what he looks like. Yeah, like you flick you... him hard, and it's just. Is Tommy Lasorda <laughs> in the game? Is Tommy Lasorda dead? Did he die? No. He had a health uh, scare. If Batman sure. survives COVID, I think he can survive a nuclear bomb. <laughs> yeah, I think he's I think he's rolling around Verdansk right now. Just like where's the next where's the next bottle of Johnny Walker? Um yeah. No, I mean I'm excited about MLB the show. I'm excited about a lot of things. It's an exciting, exciting time of year. The sun's shining a little bit again. We got the weather turning, baseball's back. Like, what could be better? We're getting down to NHL, NBA playoffs. Um, Billy Keen, what is your go-to McDonald's order? I try to stay away from McDonald's now, but Fair I do have times where I'm working in the field and I just have to get something to hold me over. So it's the same thing every time with two McChickens and a, and a small Diet Coke. Ooh, Ooh, interesting. I think that's yeah. a new one. I don't think we've gotten yeah. the two McChickens Diet Coke. Do you just yeah, not I'm, like burgers or is that just your attempt at like being reasonable when going to McDonald's when it comes to health? I think I would prefer, I'm a weirdo, man. I think I'd, as far as McDonald's goes, I would prefer just like two quick McChickens because I'm not going to have one and be satisfied. It's yeah, literally just enough. a meal to hold me till I can get to my next real meal. So two McChickens, it does it. And I'm a Diet Coke addict He's... in recovery. So I have to have a quick shot of Diet Coke. I've been crushing Diet Cokes lately. I don't. Yeah, I've heard. I don't on, like Pepsi. Uh, on some of these episodes, you're talking about mixing Diet Coke with booze, and like, I gotta say, like, that's just set up to ruin it for you. Well, yeah, it was. Believe it was like a lot of like cheap whiskey and Diet Cokes in college, which I think you can get away with because I just prefer the taste of Diet Coke over regular Coke. So it's just like a whiskey and Coke. Yeah. Or like a rum and coke. It's the same thing. I just prefer yeah. the taste 
of diet. Yeah, I mean, I do too. I just don't, I don't want any uh, experiences that just ruin the flavor of diet. Fair enough. Me. It was a big, it was a big, I'd have a couple of them as a pregame and then we'd go out and I'd drink beers. So it was like, yeah, I, I was never that. going too overboard with them. And it was also just what I had at hand. Like it was yeah, a lot of like, I would also steal Sprites from work. So it was like a lot of Sprite and Diet Coke was my kind of go-tos. For a while. I can't drink, can't drink the Red Mountain Dew anymore. Drink that too much without like alcohol. Red, Red Mountain Dew at all. That's not my jam. But red Mountain, The Code Red and Dragon Fruit Bacardi. Oh, the fucking, yeah. Throw up all over my shoes. Shot for um, shot. The move for a while was if you did like a Admiral Nelson's or like a Captain Morgan, like a nice spiced rum, a little bit of orange juice and some Sprite. It tastes like a, like a dream sickle. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds too bad. That sounds like a college mix though. Yeah. It 100% is. It's also like filled with sugar. So it's like one of the more brutal hangovers you can give to yourself, but you know, we all make decisions. Why a small diet Coke though? Cause I gotta, I gotta keep myself in check, man. Or I'm, else you're I'm, just gonna go off the deep end. <laughs> I since I have like moved out to my own place. I mean, we just had Diet Coke on deck mm-hmm. at all times at my old house. So I don't allow myself to have it in my apartment because I'll just go off the rails and it'll be yeah. on a day. So I only allow myself to get it if I'm like out, like I get a slice of pizza or I get McDonald's or something like that. My so thing I is keep it to a minimum. I was on it for a while where like right before the end of 2020, I was like buying six packs at the grocery store, like just crushing them like two a week, easy money. But then I quit. I didn't drink soda at all the month of January. That was like, I wasn't drinking at the time anyway. So I was like, I'm going to do something for like dry January or whatever. And uh, I put down soda. I put down fast food. That was the, those are the two things for January. And um now I do it. My my method is if I don't buy it in multiple anymore, it's just on my off days. If I go somewhere, I'll just grab a Diet Coke and that'll be my Diet Coke for the day. There, yeah, Only on go. my off days. <clears throat> got to have a little treat for myself. Yeah, you got to treat yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. Um, I wanted to bring up a topic, Jackson, that we've talked about quite a bit, and that is time travel. Hold um, on, we, no, I still got some questions for Billy, if that's okay. Yeah, I was just going to kind of mix in questions for Billy. Okay. <clears throat> Can I have throat. one? Yeah, go for it. Let's do it. Um, so, uh, Billy, just quickly, uh, I'm texting the two of you a message, um, a photo, rather. Um, why, Billy, why was your green so much darker than <laughs> me, Dickie, and Duncan's green in the photo I just sent the, the two of you? Why is your green so much darker than our green? You did get like a different green. I did, didn't I? I don't know how that happened. Didn't we you do remember, order them like, from the same place? We all ordered them from the <clears> same <throat> link. I don't yeah. know how that happened. It might be like and, a captain thing. Like if we were to have a captain of the team, I would assume it would be me. But it's that. like it's like the goalkeeper. <laughs> the in soccer. Everyone wears yeah, the goalkeeper wears a different jersey. And the goalies yeah. wear pink. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Exactly. This is all but, and up now. we had like glossy, 
we had like glossy finishes and you just had like a flat for yeah, you got green. the matte version and i even you believe that like matte, matte yeah matte. <laughs> yeah i actually i definitely it's pretty obvious in this picture how different it was that was do you still have yours um it might be tucked somewhere in the trunk of my car okay i still have Ooh. two of them always at I the ready how i obtained two. Always <laughs> yeah Especially it's like uh, it's like fucking frozone you... super suit honey yeah. where is my super suit <laughs> oh my god probably the best uh one of the best halloween costumes i've ever been a part of i would say without question definitely my favorite it... Yeah. I mean, the only other one I that I really best, enjoyed the... was when I went as um, iced tea in the lemonade stand. That Ooh, was a good Halloween yeah. costume. That was a good one, too. Yeah, it's nice I to get think... creative. It's another thing to have no. a whole team aspect and just to yeah. walk into yeah. a room <laughs> and demand attention. With a fucking sled. And you... be like, we are the owners of this room now. Yes utility of that costume though was horrible because i remember being in that basement i think they had a heater down there basically i was all the way down to my underwear by the end of the night because i was sweating so much in the morph suit but i do dude, remember as soon like as you looking went outside at... it was like 35 degrees and you were like dick yeah, was inside you it was so cold yeah i think i was also probably like the third out of the group the third most self-conscious about my body when I needed to take off the top layer because Billy was cut, Dickie was cut, and then I would, it was me and Duncan in the corner. Well, at least I got someone beat. Yeah, I was like, right I now. don't care. <laughs> I mean, either way, we yeah. were already wearing And Duncan didn't even medals. care, so I was probably on the... I was like, I, I look like a bag of shit. That's medals. fine. Re- <clears throat> no, that was a great time. Billy did bring like multiple like tactical glasses. I remember I was wearing Those, some sort of like yellow like some not like blue blockers or anything, but they were for like you, electricians. You had um the daytime Nomar flip ups. That's what I had. <laughs> yes, <laughs> when I was yes. like six years old, and I thought Nomar's flip up glasses were awesome. And I found those in the corner of my like Dude, I mean, childhood if bedroom. You seriously played baseball? as a kid and didn't have flip-up glasses did you really play baseball like it's like if a tree falls in the forest like i mean you Especially had to with have nomar one. when you grew up with nomar it was like all right well there you go that's the style i mean yeah billy dumb. you billy you also look so happy in this photo like you were having I a was. ball dude we were giddy we were all having because i remember we'd gone out and I remember we were at Dick's and we were like, we're either buying a sled or there was another thing. I forget what it was. We were between two things. We went on. I mean, we, we obviously bought the. Sled. When we saw the sled, it was a lock. Yeah. Or we did a lap think... around the store to talk about it, and then we were like, "No, we have to buy the sled." I think we, we were all gonna buy like helmets and like make it a joke, being like, "Oh, we don't. We lost our sled or something." Or we were all gonna buy single little like like trash can la- like lid sleds, and it just all like all of us like have it underneath our arm, and we're like running around with the little stupid circular little like butt sliders, which would have been way funnier too. Right, and of course we can't forget uh, the most committed on the team, Duncan. Oh yeah, I pussied out down the stairs. Oh my god, I pussied out. 
Big I really I thought too. I was going to concuss myself. Looking back on it, it really, like, I mean, it, it wasn't that, like, dangerous, yeah. I don't think. I mean, I think it was, I think it was, something could have definitely gone wrong. You went straight down, and it was maybe five feet from a, just a concrete wall. <laughs> I looked oh, at yeah. that, and even drunk me was like, you know what? I want to walk tomorrow. I'm all set. <laughs> I still have a baseball just, career to finish off. <laughs> I was really afraid of catching like a finger on the railing going down because yep. a friend yep. did that uh, in Pennsylvania, oh, yeah. caught his pinky, and I have a picture of it. His pinky's like off. And I was I, like I, so afraid of losing a pinky. I was like, oh, it wasn't like maybe I'll break my kneecaps. Maybe I'll get concussed. It was like, I hopefully I don't like lose the nail of my pinky. That was my biggest concern. Yeah. I truly feel like Duncan, it, you made it look very smooth in the video. So it looks like it went super easy, but there was a lot that could go wrong there, man. <laughs> that was That's one true. take. And Duncan, Duncan was internet famous the next morning. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, now we have a podcast. Yeah. I knew I was getting myself into really, I should have capitalized on that internet fame and not, you know, started a podcast three years later, but Hey, it is what it is. Um, I did see a TikTok. Yeah. The other day in which it was a girl, she only had one hand. She, the other one was a nub. And she was like, everyone's been asking me how I lost my hand. And the answer was she was on a boat tubing and the tube fell off the back of the boat and she grabbed the rope and it just fucking wrapped around her wrist. Bam. Bye bye hand. Gone. No good. Just into the wind. And then also the freakier thing that I just thought of is someone probably then just found a hand floating in the lake. That's like the scene from Saving Private Ryan. (laughs) Well, does it sink? I would assume it has to float for at least a little bit. Yeah, that's that's the scene from Saving Private Ryan where the guy gets I mean, your body is like buoyant. looks around, and picks it back up off of, off Normandy. <laughs> Looking yeah. around, you remember that, that scene? Fuck me up hold this for me? Yeah, I do I want this. Can I get a five? Can I get a five dollars? Yeah, what scratcher? <laughs> scratcher. Um, true, a true butt scratcher. Yeah. God damn it! All right, time travel. I just really want to just real quick. So I rewatched Endgame. Ant-Man says that like five years passed since Thanos' snap, but in the quantum realm, it was only five hours. So this the same basic principle as light speed versus us. So in theory, based on that, we could figure out how to time travel. We just don't know how to make time move backwards. We just need Iron Man to figure out what shape time moves in so that we can pinpoint a place on the timeline and then go back to it. That's all I have to say. But isn't it also the whole thing that we were figuring out was that it's Ant-Man's goo. So like we need like Paul Rudd, you know, for like a couple couple minutes. We need his goo for a couple minutes. Into a a little cup. A red solo cup. (laughs) <laughs> he takes a cigarette he takes like a cigarette break 20 minutes and then he's good to go after i think that's how that works yeah okay yeah so we need to get paul Rudd on the podcast hmm. 
Paul, we'll we know you're listening. That. Pop on, yeah, we'll work on Duncan. That. We know you're listening. I'll, I'll reach out to him. It'll um, have to be an in-person interview. <laughs> <laughs> we know you're listening, right. Paul. Just give us a shout. Um, do we want to do our top five, or do we want to do more questions for Billy? Yeah, I got another question for Bill. Um, Bill, how's your short game? Uh, I mean, my golf game not is gonna... falling apart. I I try to get better every year and slowly get worse. It's very <laughs> frustrating, but uh, for the love of the game, I still go out there every year. I went to the driving range the other day and I made it through half a bucket and I actually just gave the rest of the bucket to the guy waiting behind me because I was done. <laughs> But we'll get Whoa. out there. And I, I need I need lessons, man. That's I, the point I'm at is like, all right, I'm pretty much plateaued at the worst you can get, but still be <laughs> on a golf course. So like it it requires lessons at this point. It no, takes a while good. to shake off the old baseball swing. Yeah, it's been it's been a few years, so I can't really use that excuse anymore. Yeah, I think you still can. <laughs> um, I went to every time so I go to Top Golf, the... I just ruin my swing. What was that? Every time I go to Top Golf, I just ruin my swing. Oh, because you're just trying to jack it. Yeah, you're just trying to hit bombs with clubs that aren't yours, and I'm yeah. just like, all right, yep. <clears throat> yeah, never been to a Top under... Golf. I was just going to say, I'm under the impression that you don't need a golf teacher. You can find enough of, like, things that suit your body on YouTube. Yeah. I have somewhat figured out my iron and, like, a little bit of my driving, like, mobility simply just by watching hours of YouTube videos. If you don't have time, like, I did find a guy who he was, like, he was like he, he's six feet tall his lay his arms are oddly long and his shoulders hurt all the time and i was like that's me that's me in a nutshell so i was like all right i'm gonna watch <clears> these <throat> golf videos and he does all this rigmarole to like not slice the ball a thousand so yards I, to the right or i anything. think the key to what you just said is that um you spend hours watching youtube videos the thing is is like Billy could just pay 60 bucks and go spend a half hour with some guy that would just tell him what to do. And then it's like, so which okay. do you have more of? Do you have yeah. time or do Wrap you have more up. money? Because <laughs> I don't have a lot of money. Yeah, no, I, I got time. probably opt for YouTube. Uh, but you go. I mean, a faster approach would probably be lessons, but no one's got time for that, man. Mm-mm. Um, Let's see. What do I want to? I just think if you're it? not doing any, if you're not doing anything else, you're like, why don't I like spend today from the comfort of my couch on the computer? Yeah. No, it is. YouTube I videos. agree. Yeah. If you it's like a, a rainy day and you just pop on YouTube and just run through some golf golf videos, it's a good day. Mm. What are your impressions of our friend group? <laughs> oh, Georgetown is good people, man. Is it? Georgetown <laughs> is good people. I, I think it's a very funny um, group or cast of characters. Uh, but, like, I always have a good time when I go up there or it's, when I see you guys somewhere. It's definitely the way you phrase that is appropriate because I think that our friend group as a whole is like a sitcom. 
Like we yeah. have one of each of the like tropes. Right. And, and I've also yeah. heard like the same stories from a couple of you, but from different perspectives. And it's just, it's very funny hearing about like the way you guys grew up and stuff. It, that is something you're right. I like hearing like even the stories I'm a part of every once in a while, I'll have like someone new be like, Oh, I was there. And then have like a whole nother side of the story. Yeah. To, like, talk about and whatnot um i'm no, glad you said that we're good we're good people great people but yeah no but seriously though like it, it says something that i mean like six seven maybe even eight of you are still as close as you are from like your original friend group and like any group of guys girls whatever that can stay together that long it's like it's a pretty good friendship between all you guys and it it's I don't know. It's it's entertaining to see you guys just kind of heckle each other anytime we're all together. Oh, you're gonna make me cry, Bill. That's uh, that's very <laughs> heartfelt. No, but seriously, like I I've got groups of friends from home, and like the longer you've been with each other, it's just like so much better. Yeah. Um, Dicky has asked us to ask you about Panama. Panama. That's uh, all he said. Ask, he just party. says, ask him about Panama. Yeah, probably <laughs> the biggest party within the same time zone as us, uh, which is weird to think about. But yeah, no, Panama is just a wild internship that you can do. I don't even know how you get college credits for it, but you get put in the house. <laughs> it's almost like you go down and you're like in the Jersey Shore house with kids from your school and you play school for a little bit and then you just do really cool stuff on the Pano Canal and the rest of the time if you want to go out every night myself I the kid I'm rooming with right now I met at, in that intern, internship and like we've just been a lock for friends ever since because you just yeah. go through some shit down there and yeah it's, it's a great time I was, really was wish that I wish yeah, I was I'd... down there the same time as Dickie, but I, I wouldn't have met my current roommate if I hadn't gone yeah. the year after. So when Richard went to Asia, I know you didn't go, but like, did you have your own like excursion? Um, I didn't have anything that year. Baseball kind of kept me from a couple different options because I didn't keep me from it. I just chose baseball over some trips but um yeah i did a full c term freshman year as opposed to like the half oh, that most shit. majors did so i did two two months of the c term freshman year which is like the easiest year to go on you really just are there to like learn the basics and then go have fun um so i got that we did saint thomas which i then popped over to saint john because you're at islands like right next to each other we ended up in San Juan and then we did Fort Lauderdale, which you can then zoom up to Miami, which is fun. So I got some, some, some cool traveling out of school, but Panama by far was the best. I mean, it was a full month of just run reckless in a country. You shouldn't be allowed to just go do whatever you want in. But I mean, I had yeah. the kid that was running our house come up and visit us. And like, we just had the best time ever because that kid is just ready to party. Now, I've, I've also been told that um, you uh, forgot um, a lady of the night's phone number 
and then proceeded oh. to email her. Not a lady, lady of the night. Of the you, night found this lady. you found a lady <laughs> at night and uh, you forgot her phone number, then proceeded to email her. Well, <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to start off by defending you because I think that a, if you, when you're blackout, everything seems like a good idea. So like, that's right off the bat. Second of all, like, you clearly had some sort of connection with this person. And then like, you were just like, like, let me just do some quick creative outside the box thinking, how can I get in touch with this person without like right. stalking her down? I mean, I never said, I never said anything about a blackout. That's Duncan's words. I was, <laughs> I was putting some respect on your name, Billy, and saying that it, no, it may I, have just slipped your mind. Not that we, you were in a we heard state. The, the same story. <laughs> so in my defense there was i guess for background there was obviously uh like this wasn't just picking out of a hat someone from my school <laughs> you were but, just like eating me mighty mo <laughs> yeah no there there was i already knew this person but not having a phone number can you know get in the way sometimes because you just see each other all the time on camp a small campus but Everyone there, as long as you have a first and last name, just put a dot between those and a at your school. You got, you got their email. So if you're trying to you really could, you you know, cross that line, you can go there. I felt comfortable doing it after a few like whiskey gingers, but it's up to you at whatever point you got to do that. Sometimes you got to, you, you it takes a little liquid courage to make that jump. Yeah, I mean, you could have truly picked the name out of a hat. You could have just put pieced together, you know, Sharon, and then like pick your last name. You want a nice Irish girl, O'Reilly. There you go. There you go. Boom. It's a system that I don't. I honestly think I created, but I don't need ownership of that. Yeah. Uh, I also didn't <laughs> Nor do you want ownership that of that story? <laughs> but here we are. Uh, I knew no. Dickie would come up with some heat, and here, yeah. So <laughs> we've got some more. If you, if you're, if you're up for the challenge, I know we've got some more. Also, and he just... he gave us he gave us the soft calls. And then he said, here's the, here's the tread lightly questions. <laughs> I'm assuming that was one of them. Uh, but also yeah. it was, it's cool that you like, that's something you don't think about with a small school is like, we couldn't just do that, dude. Like right. I was one no. of the few people lucky enough that my, it was just Duncan dot Huff at UMass.edu because guess what? No one else has uh -oh. my fucking name. Docs. Yeah. But actually, that email doesn't exist anymore. I don't think I don't have access to it. Yeah. But yeah, like no. I'm, I I'm don't, slowly Jackson. Your UMass email wasn't just your first and your last name, right? No, mine was JT Fritz at UMass. But get this, yeah. I'm learning now. There was another. There was another JT Fritz, and it was Jack Fritz, supposedly like a long lost cousin of mine. No what? joke. He was a he, he was a sophomore when we were seniors. Really, he's like my cousin. I'm just learning about this. He just graduated from I UMass like a year think ago. Think that like you would have been there when up. we were there. <laughs> I'm not. I have. I I'm not. Okay. Um, I'll send you pictures. His. I'll send you Facebook. Of yeah, Jack I mean, Fritz. Yeah, that's that's send proof. that's how big your school was compared to my school, where yeah. I mean, I walked by basically everyone in the school at least once 
every two days in the courtyard. So like, I mean, you well, knew. Also, everyone. you guys didn't you guys have to do like morning formations and stuff? Yeah, everyone's in the same place at the same yeah. time, and yeah. you have a name tag on your school yeah. uniform for college. So like, <laughs> if you don't know someone's last name, at least. Like learn how to read. I don't know how you got into college. I feel like you should know me well <laughs> enough by this point to know that I would have performed terribly in your school setting. <laughs> I would have. I wouldn't have lasted a year. <clears throat> it's it's funny to like picture certain people in it, but honestly, I think most people could do it. It would just be a matter of how miserable they were as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what I I think honestly yes i could do it but i would just like i would be so i would be a 10 out of 10 miserable yeah no like i mean but who knows it might have been good for me maybe i'd be at like a different i wouldn't be such a bag of shit you know (laughs) maybe i'd have a real job instead of making a podcast (laughs) yeah kick some people's butt whoops them into shape or it just makes people despise the world even more and (laughs) i i had kids that quit before they were even done unpacking in their rooms oh. and they were just like what they would like hold the shorts up and they'd be like i i can't no. wear that I'm no. out. well and- so also i think that like it also depends on the situation you're put in because like for example i think if i had been put in like a dorm with you and dicky and like bk and you like you guys and got to hang out with you guys every day i probably would have been fine like we would have made the best out of it but if I had gotten stuck with some like bag of shit that like was just miserable and had no fun, didn't know how to make things fun, I think I would also been miserable. See, you know what's funny about that though is I I think my most stressful semester ever was the semester I roomed with Dicky. <laughs> <laughs> because like I'd get back to my room and be with one of my best friends and like I I also Nothing had, would like, get done one of our baseball captains in charge of our hallway. So I was, there was no rules for me. And then I would mess around with Dickie and then next thing you know, my grades are tanking and like everything went to shit. So by the end of that semester, I had to like take a real good look at myself and be Step like, All back. Right, <laughs> how am I going to survive here? I like, I'd love to have Dickie around. I need this guy, but like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> Like, I'm not going to last another class if I'm just, like, coming back to this room. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I had a question in my brain, but I don't remember it. Um, running away from campus police. Did you already talk about this? Uh, which campus? Your campus or my campus? Oh, there's two stories. Okay. Um, did you – you ran away from both campus polices? Well, We've heard the one at Mass Maritime where you got offered a ride and instead ran across the field covered in snow that was the same night as the email really it was funny because (laughs) sure i outran them but it was a foot of snow so you just followed the tracks and then if i had to dicky was like we looked out the window and it was just one set of tracks (laughs) yeah yeah our our room looked out on the parade field we had and it was just a diagonal path straight across to a doorway and then I don't even know how I thought, like, once I got in, I didn't want, like, snow tracking my footsteps anymore. So I <laughs> took my shoes off and ran with my socks <laughs> through the hallways all the way to my room. So, I, you know, you got to be smart to get away. You got to be fast, but you got to be smart. Big brain stuff. Um, 
I also wait. Do you have a story about running away from our campus, please? I think I did one time, but I don't. I mean, I had to face. You got a different girl's email when he ran away from <laughs> our email. No, no. I mean, I, I remember my freshman year, the first time I ever went out there, I had like kind of just a wake up call, of like get it together. Cause I would just, you'd drive three hours to your school and compared to our campus, like yours was just already more fun. And so it'd be like instant party in my head. And then, uh, and then I just, I was walking down a sidewalk. I didn't realize everyone else had like their drink tucked away. I had just a bottle of Coke, but it was like half Coke, half whiskey. Yeah. And then some guy came, a cop came right through the crowd, put his hand right on my chest and said he needed to talk to me, son. And then he said, can I smell your drink? And I swear to God, like it, there is, you could have opened the cap at your waist and you would have smelt it, but he put it to his face and somehow he kept a straight face. And then I just stood there, looked at him with a blank stare and he capped it, gave it back to me and just sent me on my way. And I couldn't believe that he let me go, but. That seems like a weird move for, I think also I will say. It was very In my understanding, why is Jackson outside now? What are you doing? He's just getting the full. Waiting for the fucking Verizon guy. (laughs) He's exploring his new apartment. Um, I believe that. I haven't seen. I got a yard, dude. UMass police, to the best of my knowledge, is actually like mostly a fake police force because the people that patrol the campus are cadets and cadets have zero actual power. They can't make arrests. They can't. They have no weapons. Like they don't have any actual power. So it might have just been that a cadet walked up to you and was just being a dickhead. Yeah. And it was know. just like, I'm not going to, because like, I mean, we would do outlandish things and no, none of the cadets ever. <clears throat> right. Every once in a while, they'd be like, hey, O'Greedy, uh, O'Greedy, like, fuck O'Greedy you. ripped a stop <clears throat> sign out of the yeah, ground you heard, and walked you know around that campus story? with a stop sign. Right. You guys have already talked about this on the podcast, right? Yeah, we had him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you had like two perspectives, or maybe yes. you had heard it from Dickie already. Because everyone yes. here is what happens yeah, yeah. once you get back to our campus. Yes. Um, Especially when so I heard that you, uh, I this is just a story I want to hear. There was a light that used to shine into your dorm room, and you climbed up it and put tape on it. Um, yeah, there was. We had a, a light that was basically by these uh, automatic doors and something must have broke or whatever, but it usually only went off when people approached the door and they were just, it was basically turned into a strobe light. And so it would shine on our ceiling as we were trying to sleep as a strobe light. And I just got so fed up. So I, I went all the way down and I just took like a full roll of duct tape and I went up and I wrapped it around the entire light. And I had like four floors of students all like clapping out the window when I finally finished. Because it was just like no one on this whole side of the building could go to sleep. Like how are you supposed to go to sleep in, in, a, in a rave of a dorm room with strobe lights going off and everything? Yeah, no, yeah, no. so in my brain, Dickie just I gave think- me like the headline of that story. And in my brain, you would like, 
heroically climbed like a telephone pole to like wrap this thing but i wish i could say it was more mm. epic than it was but it was you should just was, create uh, a new backstory for that and just really yeah. ham it yeah. up yeah. We'll, yeah we'll make a cartoon along with it yeah 100 dickie's ex- dickie's exact words were biggest hero move billy climbs yeah. up telephone pole to stop yeah. light from blinking <laughs> yep that's one of those biggest little things move. where like people are just exhausted and you're at college and it's just like anything's funny in the moment and like it was it was kind of hilarious just to see like as i turn around thinking i'm like alone at three in the morning wrapping up this light and duct tape that they're gonna find tomorrow and be pissed about and i just see people all at their windows like yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, all right yeah the the mundane turns into extraordinary when you're in a military school yeah, real quick seriously. Um, I think probably my last question for you is what do you think of Michael Buble? Oh god. It's like there's no need for him. <laughs> you know, if you really want to just come around one holiday a year, just call it a career because I'm just I'm I'm all set. <laughs> I would rather watch I am here for SNL. these hot takes. I would rather watch people on SNL do and imper- just impersonate him than actually listen to Michael Bublé or Michael Bubble. Just call him Michael Bubble because no the name is so him. pretentious. Oh my I god! I do think Get he's leaning in. He's leaning into it though because now he's like the spokesperson for like the bubbly seltzers, and he has like a commercial where he's like putting accents over the bubbly e to be like. Oh, like uh, these are Buble seltzers, right? Like this is my seltzer. I think he's leaning into the bubble name now. But so I mean, if he, if he you're right, it, we can't keep it. But I just because me being Billy Keen from Branch, Massachusetts, he obviously knows who I am. And if I'm getting everyone to say Michael Bubble to get on his nerves, like it's got to happen. But if he likes Bubble, then we might have to find something else. Yeah. Michael, Michael Bubble, we know you're listening. Um, come on the podcast to refute your namesake. Um, you, we can set up a pay-per-view fight between you and uh, William Keane um, sure. to duke it out. And then I think that you get to now take on his career, Billy. I think you become Billy Buble. Billy Buble sounds so much better. Billy Buble, you get to sing all of the – it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas and your own seltzer line. And uh, I think that's that's what happens when you beat a man at his own shtick. I would assume so. Okay, so <clears throat> I just finally opened Warzone. Sorry, I just tuned out for a second there. But um, it seems that they didn't get rid of Verdansk. They just made... So, like, they made Verdansk go back in time. So we now have 1984 Verdansk. So, like, during the Cold War with different points of interest, and it's not like a blown-out fucking rubble. I kind of like that, though. My update. <clears throat> I'm excited to play it. I'll be I'll be doing that as soon as this podcast is over. Um, do you have any um, shit to talk about Laura Flynn? Any shit to talk about? Yeah, just, just if you want to talk shit about Laura Flynn, this is the place to do it. I have no shit to talk about. Laura <laughs> this is this is a reoccurring segment when we asked our other friend. Where we, knows yeah, that. he yeah. had a lot of sh- t- things to say. Um, so I just remember this is the shit on Laura. Wait, segment. did you say she had a lot of things to say? No, 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 no. 
he had a lot, our other guests had a lot of things to say about Laura, but because yeah. I believe that he and her are closer friends than you and her. So yeah, no, it's one yeah. of my other friends from college, but um, I was never super close with Laura when I just remember <clears throat> when you came and visited, was it, when was it, when did you first encounter me? Did you and Dickie come up my freshman year? No, you found me on a couch. <laughs> was that in a, in a bad state <laughs> yes okay and we were at a house party and then okay did i end up like abducting you no i was um i am just gonna sound like an alcoholic from the podcast <laughs> but that's don't worry man <laughs> oh boy. i think ever i think everyone has that realization where we're all like Oh, what we did in college was just was alcoholism. Scary. And now yeah. it's just like we have kind of tempered that and we're functioning adults. But yeah, what we did then. Yeah, not good. Uh, I mean, I'll say I'll just I'll make it a short story and say that was the last time I drank Fireball. I was basically propped up like a doll in a bunch of different places during that party, which would make sense that Laura Flynn was there because it was a Braintree kid's house with it felt like a Braintree High house party in the UMass campus. And I, I personally don't know Laura Flynn that well, but I know she's a nice person. And I'm not, I have no shit to talk about Laura well, Flynn. I just remember that Dickie has all, he, I still to this day talks about how shocked you were when you saw college Laura Flynn versus high school Laura Flynn. It's probably just purple hair. Yeah, fair. And also Pretty, just like the general debauchery that we were into in college. Also, I don't know if you remember what was going on then, but we were in online line at Dunkin' Donuts and you could see right over the counter to the drive-thru. And at the same time we had been in line this the whole way, I didn't know Laura Flynn with purple hair was Laura Flynn. And I, I realized that at the same time as I had a kid from my college baseball team in the drive-thru yelling across the counter to me <laughs> in the Dunkin' Donuts saying, hey, what's up? <laughs> and I was just like, Kevin, Laura, what is going on right now? <laughs> and it was that, I think that's what hyped it up so much for me to just be like, what is going on? I did not know that was you. Why is he here? Where am I? <laughs> that's the best you had that like moment of clarity where it all clicked together and you were like wait a second what what yeah. is going on all right do we want to get into our top five run through our top five yes sure hell yeah i had considered splitting this into categories but i couldn't really come up with great categories my general idea was like a walkout song like a locker room song a celebration song like one rock and roll song and then what i don't know but that's just my general those aren't actual categories that was just what happened in my brain the other night i was um, more thinking of obviously like in the locker room it i, I was i picked a lot of like the but before a game or before practice almost like hype songs but also like fun songs to get you in the mood like yeah right after a like your a whole day of school whether it's college or high school and then like I can remember like the lacrosse locker room. This when I was going into the same one was a friggin' like shrimpy seventh grader. The varsity and the JV all had the same locker room. 
Um, and the seniors would get out of class early to then shake the entire gym because of how loud they were playing yeah. their music and our locker room was right below the gym. And uh, like coming out of class, like with my backpack and all my shit, and then like, like scaredly walking into the only room that has music coming out of it really loud and like grown men at the time screaming at the top of their lungs in there. And I'm like, this is the first day of practice. What's going on? I picked those songs. I do have to say though, like I, yes, that those are also the songs I picked, but I think that those songs also can fall into different categories because there are some yes. that are like, like you use some as like a celebration song or there's some that like, you know, is like a post game song. Like, yo, we just fucking smoked that team. We're going to go back and like, or like, we just advanced to the next round of the playoffs. We're going to go back and like, this is our song. This is what we're listening how, to. How does, how does that also, feel advance in playoffs? That's never, that's never happened to me. That's true. Yeah. You, oh. ugh, yikes. Sorry, bud. Um, well, but also there's the the baseball specific walk up song or like walk from the bullpen song that's electric there's nothing better than that um and then there's also like i mean there's also the like you need immediate there's a small time frame where you need to get the adrenaline going like this is more like when you're lifting or in the gym where you just like you have that one song where you're like 30 seconds of this song and I'm going to hit my max. Like I'm about to just fucking crush some reps right now. So I do think there's different categories within the categories, but we're throwing away categories, just locker room songs in general. Songs that bring the energy. Precisely. Bring the ruckus. First overall pick. Oh, actually. Bring the motherfucking ruckus. Because I'm sure this person um, will, will uh, be on this list. I want to start off with a quote from the famous Vince Staples um, who said about DMX, he said this, the context was like, he was like, if you're not smoking crack, like I am questioning your commitment to doing drugs. He was like, I think people are too soft. And then he was like, my boy DMX hit the pookie and went platinum. There you go. So <laughs> It's just what That's I want to because him. someone tricked him into smoking crap. I know, like, dude. Did you yeah. all? You all? I think I talked about it on last night or last episode. But yeah, that's fucking wild, dude. What a yeah. cocksucker! It just shows how messed up the world is in other places beyond whatever we got going on, man. Rest in peace to a real one. Yeah, um, Billy, you have first overall. Are you sure? Yeah, the guest always gets first overall. All right, well, then, I mean, I got to follow that whole speech up about him with just, I mean, the number one overall that we would all say is Rough Riders Anthem. I don't know that there's a better walk-up song, a better pump-up song in any situation. You You can't hear the first couple tones of that without everybody instantly knowing what's going down. It's just immediate. It's like we've all Pavloved ourselves into that. It's just a release of adrenaline. You just immediately, it is like, I am ready to go. You turn into the Hulk. Let's fucking, I'm going to smash through this brick wall. I don't give a shit. Yep. It's a great first overall. I think it's a deserving first overall. I felt, I feel like most of the explanation came from the whole buildup of DMX to me saying that. Like, I don't even think anything else needs to be said. Rough Riders Anthem is the number one. Um, Do you want it first or me, Jackson? You can go ahead. Okay. 
I'm going to go a little bit of a left turn. I think I'm going to, I'm going to, I have a deep, I have a deep list. So I, I'm going to try to go a bit different with my first overall. I'm going seven nation army. Not bad. I think that's a real that's good. A, there's like, only one I mean, place to play it and it's around sporting events. 100%. Or in the car by it, yourself. I mean, you yeah, can that is too. a really good, that's a good walk up song. Yeah. It, it's usually like the, the, the uh, like, like Billy was mentioning, the tone, like the first few notes. You know. You of know. That you're like, all right, like we're right getting into it and everything. And yeah. the other thing is, I kind of enjoy that it's like a slow build. Like it's a little yes. bit, it's almost like the release is better because it's not like you're just right in it. Like, right, like Rough Riders Anthem, you start off that song at a 10. With Seven Nation Army, you start off at like a four, but you know what's coming, and it's that like, yep. dun, 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 dun. yeah. So it's yeah, a perfect I, stadium song. I mean, what could be better? And it's like everywhere, like you said, only like sporting events is where you're gonna hear that song. Right. Maybe if that's not in the locker room, it is one of maybe the number one song to build a sporting like crowd to get momentum yeah. together. Yeah. It's like the defense chant. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I think you have I'm two going... picks if we're doing a snake draft. We'll do snake. Um, this is a deep-seated one in my, my brain of uh, young Jackson in a Georgetown football locker room. This really is excellent in a dark, dank, dirty locker room with, like, rusted lockers. It's Give Me the Loot by Biggie. Um, yep. you, you can't really play that one, uh, out like loud in a stadium. That's just meant for like, you hear like the bass and you hear like Biggie, like a little bit. And then when they open up the locker room door, let the expletives fly. Um, because you're in the, you're in the football locker room. Um, fucking give it. me the loot. Yeah. It's fucking unbelievable. Just like the, the animosity and the angst, like in every lyric that Biggie drops is just, it's perfect. The, like just the idea of like give me the loot just plays perfectly like with give me the fucking ball in football like works out perfectly um that was maybe the like the first my first exposure to biggie too like i wasn't like a rap kid growing up it wasn't until like high school that i really get into rap so hearing like give me the loot i like my ears got hot i was like whoa like we no we shouldn't be listening to this but i was like don't tell my mom like Biggie's playing right now in the locker room. Um, That's an underrated I aspect think... of locker room songs too, is especially in like high school, maybe less so in college, but it's like, I mean, we didn't really have music playing at the games, but it was, if we did, there were like a couple times we did. It was like, there were certain songs you can play in the locker room, but you can't play out on that field. You don't yeah. fucking... Cindy does not want to hear what is happening. That, right. I was <laughs> yeah, those that. tracks. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like getting your license and be able to drive your own car, play your own music, and being yep. in the locker room. That's when you can finally be like that teenage boy who's just cranking the dial and the volume and playing whatever the hell you want and you just like lose it. There's one famous it this is burned in my memory, but 
my mom and I were going to pick up my sister from elementary school. And like the way the elementary school was set up, I know Jackson knows this, but some of our listeners and Billy don't, yep. is you drove in. It was shaped like a lollipop. So you drove in and it was a big old circle. And so it would just line up around that circle and then everyone would filter through and do it and come back through. We were in the car. It was like probably, I think it was September-ish. And I was bumping with the windows down and it was um, fucking Hard Knock Life by Jay-Z. When he goes, and if I'm with your mom rubbing your tits. And my mom just goes, nope. And slammed the thing turned off the radio. <laughs> and when I'm with your mom, I'm rubbing your tits. Just a and whatnot. Moment in my personal comedy, I find that so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Jackson. My, my second one. Yeah, my second one. Hold on, let me pull up my list on my phone. Um, uh, another, like, this was, I transferred this over to the lacrosse locker room with all the soft boys, but it came from the football locker room. It's Drowning Pools Bodies. That's Let the Bodies Hit the Floor song. Unbelievable. Oh, just like the, and the scre- just the guttural scream at the beginning. Like you could honestly, you can turn the song off the rest. It's not a good song, but it's that like first 30 seconds is everything. And it makes you want to run through the locker room door, even though it's a even though it's a push, you're bashing through the pull side, <laughs> right through the other end, and you're getting ready to go hurt someone. You're 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 re- re- if you're Jackson, you're running through the push side of the locker room door, um, out to the field to immediately get crushed uh, by like your also- whole team because they hate you. That's um, one of those songs. There are certain songs where like everyone in the locker room they're just doing their own thing, getting ready, whatever. But there are certain songs where like everyone stops and it's like, we're all going to, we're preparing for war right now. Like, let's all get on the same page. We're all going to fucking rock out to the song. And we're going to go out there and go to battle. Truly. That was football for me. It was like, I would get the biggest pains in my stomach. I would have to take the most like fear shits before games, because (laughs) honestly, I did not like football. I did not like playing. You knew football you were about to all. get I wasn't good because you I team yeah, was terrible. I did I was terrible <clears throat> terrible team. I was bad. And like I was I, I was quarterback and I like did not like being quarterback, being like the guy who everything they ran through everyone. Like the whole game went through the two quarterbacks. I hated being that. I was like, literally make me nose guard. Like, give me. And a, also, it was like, there was the a serious board. chance of, like, legitimate injury at any moment. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're playing Severe, on yeah, no, ambulance. <clears throat> right, but you yeah. play that song before and, you go out there. And, you'll and you're good to go. And you're in the mindset with a broken leg saying, you yeah. did it for your town. I did it for yeah. the football team. I was, <laughs> I'm like, bodies hit the floor. Bodies hit the floor. Well, it's my body hitting the floor. Um, <laughs> and uh, so... It was like a yeah, like that song was great and everything, like, but it's I there was the mentality of like like I had like the people next like the the you know the the big lineman like next to me in the locker room because I always loved being like picking my locker next to Bren Willis and like fucking Eric Giswaldi. These are the enormous Jeez. human beings. And I would like like doing that and they'd be like, Yeah, I'll shape it up their hands and like doing all this stuff, like hitting themselves, and I'm just like, I'm just here for a great time, guys. Like <laughs> Like, let's go have some fun. 
but then like um, getting yeah that, but that song did get me in the mood piggybacking off the idea of going to war my next pick is this means war by busta rhymes which uh samples Ooh. iron man by black sabbath yep it's the donna 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 but it's just so much better because busta rapping over it instead of and the refrain is just this means war and you're just like yeah okay i am going to that brick wall gonna be gone sorry bud but this is a song made with, with the purpose of being for a locker room. Yeah, Busta was like, yo, let's make a song to get the fucking people going. Get the boys And up. he did it. Perfect. Am I, am I up? Yep, you gotta make yeah, the Yeah, you turn. got two. I got two, okay. Um, I'm gonna switch it up and go rock, and I'm gonna say... This is a song that I never had during any of my sports scenes, but after watching The Dirt on Netflix with Motley Crue, I actually kind of got into Motley Crue. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I can honestly say if I go skiing and I'm going on top of a black diamond with some guys, I got my JBL, my backpack. We probably just shotgunned on the way up and I, I'm turning on Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue to go down. Okay. So there's here's... another there's another great song that has the beginning part that gets everyone psyched. It's the yeah. perfect. Yeah. My Motley Crue story is they played a concert at the Minnesota State Fair in 2014 that I was there and I just sat we sat, we didn't buy tickets because they were like 75 bucks. We just sat right outside the arena because it was just like an open, like uh, like a uh, stadium kind of deal. And we just and sat outside and listened to Motley Crue and ate cookies. <clears throat> cookies at a Motley Crue concert? I mean, come on. You were no, probably sometimes with your the, the weirdest combinations just go <laughs> go so well. You're definitely. You were definitely with you, like your uncle and your grandparents. Too. It was just my uncle. Yeah, correct. Round two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you got one. All right. Um, I think one of my favorite intros to a song and one that I could just totally see in a locker room is uh, Mad City by Kendrick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Good if anybody's going to be slamming on lockers for like the beat to drop, like. I, I could see that song going off. That's yeah, a real yeah. good one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Kendrick has Kendrick has, I would say, a stable of like five solid, like real good pop-up songs. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, you don't. Yep. So I've taken Seven Nation Army and this means war. I'm going with <clears throat> hmm. I'm gonna go with Bad Boy for Life. Who's that one? It's the That's one the, the Brady Pats Gronk used. song, right? Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Oh yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's taken on a whole new meaning in my eyes since those videos with Brady and Gronk. Yeah, I mean, like that was always a good pump up song, but then it went to the next level because I yeah. mean, obviously, like, and I guess probably that doesn't play as much if you're not a Pats fan. But it's still just like a great, I mean, it's oh. a pump up song. Yeah, no, that works <clears throat> in many cases. Yeah. 
Jax to make the turn. Um, uh, I would be remiss if this wasn't in the top five for, again, all the Georgetown lacrosse listeners. This is, this is pre-practice, post-practice, pre-game, post-game. Um, at any moment, at any time, this song could be played by myself or Connor O'Grady or Scott Perry. Shouts out Splax 47. Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. Now, hear me out. I don't know why. I think it was our senior year. We all had guitar, like, this last half of, like, our senior year. Like, you could take a guitar class. I already knew how to play guitar. (laughs) Far superior than even the teacher that was teaching the kids how to play guitar. And I don't know why, but it was, like, probably my brother, probably Ditz, was like listening to it one day in the car because uh, we he just has a crazy extensive list of music that he'll like put on. And I was like, oh, like, let me like, I have guitar class today. Why don't I just like try to learn this? Because it's two, two things. It's bam, no, 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 no. And so I like came in immediately, like was looking up, like how to play it, like in class before. Went to guitar class, played it. And everyone was like, oh, fuck, like that's like that great 90s song and everything. And then it became like in the lacrosse locker room, like played at all times. So all the look, like everyone from Georgetown lacrosse 2014, we were listening to Tracy Chapman's Fast Car a lot. I like that. That's awesome. I, I mean, if you got a group of guys that's going to come together like that. I love um, the. There's nothing better than the niche song where it's, it's like only that team got super yeah. hyped to that song. <clears throat> I listed one of those in it was, in my group or whatever that I, I had. I wasn't sure I was going to do it, but maybe I'll pull it out now. It's nothing that you're like, everyone's going to get hyped over. But I mean, it's kind of like you guys just doing like guitar on the side for that like bus ride. That was the last song. It, I, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I'm not going <laughs> to <but. laughs> Um, giving away no, picks, it, it was Billy. just I, it was it was truly like just you would we would play that it was a good like oh we just won a game but it's like a it's like a counting crows mr jones where it's yeah. like people know if you're if you've listened to it enough people know the lyrics and so you can all kind of like come together and like just be like yelling like she's got a fast we're all we are duncan was saying it earlier you stop what you're doing and you sing the chorus with Chase Chapman and everything. Um, it was just a good song to like sing along with. And it was like funny enough because we had a bunch of like freshmen who were born in like 2001 who just had no idea like what was happening or like yeah. what it was that we were doing. Yeah. But it was, it was mainly more ironic that we played it, but it became like a fan favorite. I'm um, all for that. Th- throwing it back again to the football locker room. Can't, uh, this is a great one. I felt like this went around to all the locker rooms, Dunk. And even when I was in college, they were putting it on in Pennsylvania. Einstein Tech Nine. Unbelievable, pump, like hype, pump up song. Einstein. And then they would just fucking rip into some of like the coldest bars. Like Tech Nine was like truly like gangbanger rap. And we were a bunch of white kids all for it. Yeah, I mean, that gets the people going. Tech Nine, I, I don't have a lot of Tech Nine on my playlist, but I, I mean. Oh, I only have Einstein. Worldwide Choppers. I don't know if you guys know Ooh. that song. That's that a Tech real Nine? good one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hopefully but yeah, that is a good one too. He's just an animal himself. Oh, right? speaking of which, we got DMCA'd for one of our episodes. <laughs> we got our episode taken off Spotify. <laughs> Shout out, we're big time now. The bad boys for life. Yeah, Worldwide Choppers is great. Um, that's yeah. that's a good pick, Jackson. I didn't know that song, but I bet I do know that song. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, the, it comes in, it's like a robot voice. It's like Einstein, Tech 9. And then it's just like the fastest bars you've ever heard in the yeah. world. Yeah. There's nothing like some like real fast. Someone else that will be probably on this list later is also famous for just spitting heat. True. Um, I know what you're probably going to say, but yeah. It's back to me. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to use that. Pick? Yeah, I think I'm going to use that as a um, as a segue into this pick and just take Till I Collapse by Eminem. Yeah, I mean, I looked up like top locker room songs. That was number one over. It wasn't like a list of rap. It was like every pump up song ever until I collapse was number one. Yeah. Like I mean, over, yeah, like, I think, I think words. there are, I think that there are better pump up songs, but I think that it is a quality. It deserves to be in the top five. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if like, we said it earlier, but just people, everyone in the group knowing the words, it gets everyone going the same direction. And that's what you want with it. Gets the people going. Yes. There's so many, there's so many highlight tapes or like edits yes. of like, yes, it, of any sport, big football hits, someone dunking, someone fucking like, like making a huge like outfield diving catch, and they're all too till I collapse. Yeah, and I mean like that one also. This is a tangent, but I love when you edit highlight tapes. So when the beat drops, somebody gets fucking smoked. <laughs> like there yeah. is nothing better than that. Yeah. I've definitely gone down rabbit holes on YouTube of just like <laughs> highlight videos of the hardest football hits. And it probably is that song. It's every just time. every one of them is to till I collapse. <laughs> yeah. It's always till I collapse. It yeah. always is. Oh, it fits. Classic. All right, Billy, for the wraparound. I think these are your last two, right? Yes. Yeah. This will be four. So I'm going to throw out uh, the song that's only allowed to be played by one athlete, and that's Mariano Rivera for Enter Sandman. He literally is. And he, I mean, a guy owns a hype song in all of sports, or at least baseball. Yeah. But like, we had, um, we had kind of a rivalry, uh, quick spinoff story. Uh, Bridgewater State was up one and they thought they had this kid come in that clearly thought he was going to close the door on us and he came in to enter Sandman which was just like <laughs> come on man like you better really bring the heat right you now better you have like and... a 0.4 ERA if you're yeah, coming into zero. that the fucking yeah. balls I mean the balls. come on man and we lit him up and we played enter Sandman every day in our locker room after that because it yeah. just made us laugh it's like we were, uh oh, i'm not gonna we ruin this pick this kid by the end of the game like how do you come into that and then just serve up meatballs and get rocked i don't think either of you will take this so i'm just gonna say it but the um 
it's eluding my brain, but the song that Aaron Judge played after the ALDS in 2018. Frank Sinatra, New York, yeah. New York. Yeah, I think nah, it was New York, nah, New York. Nah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. And that became like a Boston pump up song. We just yeah. stole that and like we were just like, this is ours now. You like the audacity to win yeah. one game in the ALDS and pull that shit. Get yeah. the fuck out of here, Aaron Judge, you fucking soft motherfucker. Try to yeah. play a full 182 or 162 one time for me because you're a bum and you fucking hit 240. Yeah, fucking savages in the box. Get out of here. You guys fucking suck. That's my Yankees rant for the day. That's, your, like that's, your, new, that's your new wave of Yankees for you. Yeah, but, fucking um, soft bums. So for my fifth, I guess I'll go with... Uh, see, I had plenty more that could be really good pump-up There's songs. There's so many. Um, we, we have honorable mentions too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I'll go with the one kind of like the one you had where just, I mean, there was guitar lessons involved and it got real deep. Uh, (laughs) not even remotely as close, like not remotely close to as deep as that, but, um, our college team were, we just always played watch out by two chains when we were about to get off the bus, go into away games. And it was just one of those, I mean, two chains. I, I love two chains. He's got some lyrics that you can really laugh about though. Boy. And it's, it's like, not super serious. <clears throat> right. Exactly. And so like, no one's trying to like jump out of their skin, getting hyped up for a baseball game. You're not running through a wall. And if people get off feeling loose and giggling with each other and you got a lot of bass and you just got some swagger, watch out by two chains. Always played by Uncle Pet on our team. Shout out Uncle Pet. Um, he like he just set the tone for everyone. That watch out by two chains. Great. Probably I'll set it as my number five pump up song. Fuck yeah. Nice. That's a good one. <clears throat> um last pick of the draft. Your last. For me. For me. My last pick of the draft. I'm gonna take one that has been a meme for a long time. Um, but that is a classic. It's a favorite. It is Hardened to Paint by Waka Blocka Flame. Yeah. I go hard. I have a question. Is yeah. that the one where he was on stage saying that and he started dancing with the sign language lady? I think, yes. Yes. I think that is the same song. <laughs> <laughs> if also, if you uh, are even remotely a Waka Blocka fan and you haven't listened to his interview on PMT, I recommend you go find it because it's very funny. He's, he's just such a fascinating yeah. dude. Yes, Jack. I would have said ball. I would prefer for Waka Flocka though, balling out though by Waka. So I the, prefer balling out over hard in the paint. Yeah, I think they're they're like one A and one B kind of. But to me, the issue yeah. I run into with um, balling out is that the intro to balling out blows your speakers the fuck out. Yes, and it's but that's why I annoying. like it. I like the beginning. Yeah, you definitely yeah. blow your speakers out, but that's like you bet you buy like, some new ones and finish up the song. Yeah, it's just a, it's like I would prefer not to have my eardrums be in pain. Like there are better. I wish they just chopped the intro right off. But no, that's no, where I'm, I'm not at disagreeing. Now. Like, I've also a very good song. Out. That's why I have hearing problems. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. 
That's right. a good you're one. La- Mr. Irrelevant. Wa- Flaka is er, early Waka is definitely like locker room. Yeah, like just like ideal. absolute like bad quality, but like apps just trapping like at its finest. Tape Waka. Early Flaka yeah. is some Yeah, mixtape Waka is amazing. That's some, some um, locker slapping shit. I my last one, I got a, a couple. And I'm really going back and forth, but I, I think I'm going to go back to the well for the lacrosse locker room and heads will roll originally by um, the uh, fucking the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, who is it? Duncan heads will roll is by who? I think, it, I think you're correct to that. The yeah, yeah, yes, but it's the a track remix remix where, yeah, the remix that A Track did of Heads Real Roll, where it's the dun 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 dun. I remember w- before every game, uh, one of the older guys uh, would like start dancing, and another older guy would start just flipping the lights in the locker room on and off to the beat of Heads Real Roll by A Track, and it devolved into like us like kicking kicking younger kids in the head or like running around and shove them into lockers when the lights go out and everything it was like just good locker room memories of just violence before violence of a game but heads were well gets the fucking people going like it is originally the yeah yeah yes yeah 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 yeah. so the uh like my like like freshman year of just like being the kids shoved into the locker during that song and it carried all the way until we were seniors when I was shoving kids into lockers as the lights are flickering on and off. And it became like a ritual whenever we turned on heads of roll. It was so fucking just like, and it even like the freshmen were like towards the end of the year, we're like, let's like put on heads of roll. Like if we're about to have game time, like put that shit on and everything, like throw me into a locker. Yeah. I mean, if you're just a great track sparks hazing, it's doing its job. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Light, light hazing, light yeah. hazing. Yep. Consensual hazing. Yeah, exactly. Everyone was on board. There was consent at the yeah. at the door. People were like, <laughs> there were. If you didn't want you, you could go change into your, you know, your jock strap outside. Next, yeah, you could go. You could go walking. use the bathroom down yep. the hall, yeah. but yeah. God, I mean, boys, that was a real solid a, draft. I think we I have, have we have some heavy hitters. I think we need to figure out how to start making playlists because I think people would listen to this yeah you do we spotify. Made like a playlist on spotify yeah and put a link to it in our instagram i think that's not yeah, a bad have idea. people follow you on spotify it's trolling stone top yeah top five locker room songs featuring billy buble that'd be a great yeah. title for that. <laughs> <laughs> billy buble <laughs> oh boy yikes um do we have honorable right. mentions honorable mentions i'm gonna run through mine real quick i mean DMX has a bunch of honorable mentions. Uh, Wear the Hood, um, X Go and Give It to You is a real good one. But also the Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin, that's a real good one as far as rock goes. Another slow builder. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Strictly for My Jeeps by Action Bronson. Yes. Yep. That's a good Strictly one. Strictly for My Jeeps. Sob Stories, man. Yep. That whole album. Work Remix, obviously. We're, oh um, my oh we're gonna get some hate for not putting work remix yep. on yeah holy shit that, that was one of the ones i was gonna swap in and out for watch out but it had i no. i honestly i Nobody went to pick it and i forgot so that's on me we're gonna um, get some hate win by j-rock 
Yes. It's a real good one. I mean, that's Wait. that was where I kind of started thinking like the post game songs where you're like celebrating many men by Fiddy. <clears throat> yep. 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 Yeah. I mean, we didn't have any 50 on there. No, we didn't. That's, that's tough. That's a tough look, but we have a good list. Um, other ones real quick. DNA by Kendrick. I think that's a good one. DNA is good. Humble Black is Skinhead. also good. Humble. Yeah. 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 Black Skinhead by Kanye. What? Black Skinhead by Kanye. Yep. Ooh. I also, my last two were Chelsea Dagger and oh. Shipping Up to Boston. Dude, Chelsea yeah. Dagger is the best celebration song in all the sports. Dude, the Blackhawks goal song. It's yeah. unbeatable. I mean, like, no one needs to know words. They just need to know, like, sounds. We got it. The other one is um, the one that wouldn't have played, but Red Nation by The Game featuring Lil Wayne, the one that uses the Bruins goal song as the fucking. That's on the gym playlist. Yep. Yep. It's classic. There were some that I kind of stayed away from because I thought people wouldn't know them. But I think if we like popped them in a playlist, I think we could we can easily yeah. put in 150 songs that are just straight gym. Right. Like Simon says by Sparrow or something. See, that's just right over everyone's head. But yeah, I'm like, oh, I know that one. I know that probably one. plays. There you go. Um, I had, uh, let me see. Um, this, I'll, I'll, we can have a discussion about this if we want, but I think everyone's listened to it. It's just the speech by that like big black guy to like a football locker room, but they always put music behind it. It's the, how bad do you want it? And yeah. it's about, he goes, I went out into the ocean and I put my head under the water. And, and then he like, I held me down. And it's, you know, how, if, how, how much do you want to breathe in the face of adversity? How much do you want to win in the face? Like that shit does like, that's like football locker room lights are off. And you're just like, like listening to a guy yell about going out into the ocean and you're like, holy shit. Like I could kill God right now after listening to that. <laughs> I can't say I've ever heard that, but is no, that the uh, same one? no, no, it's... I can't say I've ever heard someone be so confident from a hype song that they're going to go. Yeah. Kill God. Is that the same one that's been making the rounds on TikTok of like, probably. Um, yeah. Like how bad do you want it? Yeah. yeah. It was like he goes, he goes, he goes up to the water by his ankles, and he goes, go a couple more steps. He's out now. The water's by his waist. The water's up by his neck, and then he sinks all the way down. His coach is holding. It's the whole fucking thing. It's, it's like awesome. seven minutes long and everything. But uh, I also had uh, break stuff by Limp Biscuit. Like, give me something to break, and then like, there's all sorts of expletives in that. Um, one of like my emo days uh, that I liked the band when I was like a stupid kid. But that became like a pump up is Sway by Cold Chamber. It starts off like bodies where it's whispering and he just goes, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Burn, burn, let the motherfucker burn. And then it just goes into this like crazy screamo song and you're like, holy fucking shit. Um, <laughs> and then like I just had uh, Cute Without the E by Taking Back Sunday, just the title of that. If you take out the cute. Take cute, take the e out. It's cut, and it's all about like murdering people. Hell yeah, just great. Billy, any uh, honorable mentions? Um, I would say if we were gonna add in some fitty, I gotta have "What Up Gangsta" on there. Yep, I could see that. Um, What's the one with uh, "Patiently Waiting"? 
with Eminem. Yeah, I think Is that so. what I'm thinking of? Yeah. No. Maybe. I'm not sure. There's one. You know what I'm talking about, though. Well, Eminem. There's one with M off of uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. That's a, a banger. I remember, like, playing this in a locker room, but, I mean, LeBron's on the cover in the music video is to his whole high school basketball career, but Forever has Drake, Kanye, Lil Wayne, and Eminem all in the same song. That and was definitely on that my list. Before. I don't know how I didn't how I didn't I think I I purposely didn't put some things on my list because I thought you guys were gonna pick them but yeah that's yeah. an all-time song yeah. the other one is like like that whole Jay-Z Kanye album with like Nim in Paris and um who gonna stop me like those kind of songs great gym songs yeah the who goes yeah, I mean, like that's that's a classic you got Bobby Schmerder's only only hit yep. that you could throw in there. Yep. And Only then, hit um, yet. Yeah, here we go. He's back. But um, I also, I don't know how you guys feel about Waves by Life of Pablo by Kanye. Yeah, I consider putting some song. Life of Pablo. I mean, I love the song. I don't know if everyone would consider that like pump Or up, the one with fucking Rihanna. What's that one? Uh, four or five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> with Paul McCartney. Is that the one you're talking about? No. Oh. Is it famous? Uh, famous. Yeah, famous. Yeah. Those are good. I don't know if also, those, like, I, I definitely those aren't gonna make it in my top five, but if you were gonna get the people going, I mean those those would do it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other stuff. I mean there's a lot of J Rock songs that are like deep cuts that are just like really heavy gangster rap with like dope beats that you can just I mean always applicable yeah i mean like one that i don't know if anybody would know but it had dmx in it and so it's on my gym playlist <laughs> it's paired up but like not only yes does it have, yes yeah. dude it's off of uh the yeah. nfl street 2 soundtrack that could make my top five i just figured no one knew that but because the entire nfl DMX, street soundtrack but if you add in marching band in the background yes like, that yes. is huge like there's uh one of the songs off the new Two Chains album has like a marching band background, and it's yeah, great. Yeah, fucking ten out of ten. <clears throat> you mentioned that yeah. song like a couple episodes ago. I I looked it up, and I actually had never heard it, but it had yeah, it had like that marching band in the background, and it was like, oh shit, how did I, I like, yes, this one? I am gonna run through a wall. <laughs> I am gonna god kill damn. God. Yeah, I am God. Um, I don't have a whole bunch else, Jackson. Do you have anything? No, no. Um, Billy, we appreciate oh, Billy. you coming on. Oh, hold on. Last question. Um, what SBF do you rock? That's a good oh, question. man. I'm going to hate myself when I'm older, but I rock 15. Fuck Ooh, yeah. You got to get those numbers. Those are rookie numbers, man. I yeah, mean, zero. You got to have tanning lotion. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I got to. I got to be careful in the sun, but I mean, a couple burns and then eventually I tan. I did just purchase a new nice beach hat, which um, should keep the sun off my off my neck. I could throw that out there. I, got Ooh. The... <laughs> I mean, this is going to do it. Come down covered... to Nashville, cowboy. I'll be down there hopefully soon, <laughs> but that's, a, that's my new beach hat. So I'm trying to be, you know, sun conscious. I like it. 
Um, yeah, the sun is uh, no one's ever beat the sun, as someone no one. once famously said. <laughs> I've tried it before and failed many times. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough life out here for us pasty white men. Yeah. <laughs> one beach day at a time, one pen, yeah. just they all form into the same tan by the end of the summer, but it goes away like that. Um, god damn. Well, Billy, fucking fantastic guest, 10 out of 10. Um, we'll yes, be back you, sometime soon. Um, I appreciate honestly, I you you got your your guest appearance because you randomly texted me about putting our clips on TikTok. And I was oh, just yeah. like, that's just a good idea. Um, like I said, I think I explained it to you why I don't necessarily do it, but, um, still, I love when people just randomly hit me up and are like, Hey, I got this idea for the podcast. I'm like, absolutely. Either I've already thought of it and I can have a conversation with you about it, or I will take that into consideration and I appreciate the suggestion. So I love when our fans reach out. I think it's fun to just like, like everyone has everyone is a good guest. There's nobody that's like a truly bad guest. You just have to like figure out how to get it out of them sometimes. And I mean, everyone has fucking interesting stories. You just got to find them. Everyone's run away from a campus police officer that wasn't chasing them. Like just things happen. Apparently with me, it's just always surrounding alcohol. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the thing is everyone drinks. So everyone has interesting drunk stories. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean, I'd love to come on again. I had a great time. Yeah, we'll definitely have you back. Um, But in the meantime, um, stay in touch. Get an Xbox. And uh, other than that, Jackson, any last words? The last word is this has been the Chongstone Podcast. Keep it sleazy. Hold on. And I'm out. Peace out, you fuckos. Peace out. And the sky falls And it crumbles We will stand tall And face it all James I did re- I did actually rewatch that the other night So good I forgot kick. I forgot uh what's his face is the villain No country oh, for uh, old men. Scott, hold on. Um, oh, yeah. Javier Bardem. He's yeah. uh, Silva. And he's yeah. got his fucking... He takes his jaw yeah, out. Yeah, he takes his like, whole face out. That's gross. Yeah. No that was... A, that was oh, that is an all-time just, like, bloodbath of a villain. Yeah. That weapon is a one-of-a-kind. It's a one of a kind. Yeah. What is it? It's like a... It's uh, for, like... It's a, it's a nail gun with a giant pressurized nail gun. Sucks it back in as soon as it goes out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think it's so. to like oh make my. holes. I think like in like large equipment. No, I think it's to kill cattle, isn't it? Oh yes, you're right. Which is awful. Right in their forehead. <laughs> Top billing come cops and billing and shots is block shipped out and bought and y'all feeling it. LP killing it. Killing my killing shit. What more can I say? We top billing it. Valiant without villainy. Viciously found victory. Burnt towns and villages. Burning, looting, and pillaging. Murderers try to hurt us. We curse them and all their children. I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away. I don't work for free. I am barely.
ain't giving a fuck away. So tell Big and Johnny and Mommy to get the fuck away. Hey, yo, here's a gun, son. Now run, get it the gut away. Live to shoot another day. <laughs>